Ah, Grand Moth Tarkin, I am honored by your visit. Welcome to Grand Moth Tarkin, delicately curated long-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga, tailored to the modern fanatic, brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your host, Riley... Getting the gang back together. Jake? Gang. Jasmine gang here. <laughs> <laughs> We're all here, guys. All Mine here. was about the book. They're like getting oh. the gang back together. Oh, the yes, the book. That's kind of the theme of the book. Don't stop listening. It is a book episode. But <laughs> it is. Book Don't episode. worry. It's going to be a good Don't one. Don't worry. It's not a book written in 1998. No. <laughs> yeah. It's a book written in 2019. Oh, my gosh. And in, in normal Jasmine fashion, I did not read it. Um, you did start it. I'm though, about didn't three you? chapters in. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you did start it. I'm I was a, correct. I'm a slow reader. <laughs> That's pretty slow. That so is we're going to do the normal thing where they tell me about the book and I promise to read it and never do. <laughs> okay. So cool, cool. As long as we're wait, on the same page. So what are we? What are, what, what what book? What book do we read? We read New Jedi or no, just kidding. <laughs> we read New Jedi Order Resistance Reborn. We read Yeah. <laughs> Journey to Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, Resistance Reborn. Yes. Cool. Starring. Cover. Starring. Poe. Everybody. Everybody. Also, everybody else ever. Yeah, Ray and Finn. This is our mm-hmm. first book with Ray, Finn, and Poe together. Yep. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the ship name for Ray, Finn, and Poe? Rinpo? <laughs> Ray Damerfin. Ray Damerfin? Ray Damerfin. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. So. Yes. This book, it is the first one in the sequel trilogy to actually have sequel trilogy characters in it. Because mm-hmm. um, all the other, well, that's not true. There was one Road to yeah, but... Force Awakens book that was like little before the awakening and it was like little individual stories, but it no wasn't one, all that No one read together. it. No one cared. Yeah. It wasn't that great. But. This one, the gang's together. Mm-hmm. They're going on a mission. And guess who else is together? Everyone else you've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much everyone who is still alive in the mm-hmm. Star yes. Wars universe that had some ties to Leia. Yes. Um, and uh, I mean, it's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty good. We both started when we started this book, Jake. I think we were both very high on it. Yes. Um, I think we both cooled a little bit as we've continued in the book I pumped the brakes a little bit yeah but uh this book starts strong and it has a good plot mm-hmm. um it's set like shortly after the last jedi yeah maybe like weeks or months yeah after. not mm-hmm. long after the last jedi and uh, leia i would say is like the main main character of the book it's kind of yeah. leia and poe are the main characters yeah. um I, I'm a little disappointed with how little Finn and Ray there are. Agreed. <clears throat> um, any moment that Ray is in the book, I really enjoy. Yeah. Whenever she's having conversations with Leia mm-hmm. or conversations with Finn or just whatever. The I first really thing like I immediately notice is that it really feels like the characters are written well. Like you can hear them saying. I will, That is mostly true. Mostly I will say true. it starts out it that starts way. It starts that way? Okay. I will say... That's sad. I kind of am at the point of the book where I'm like, mm, I don't think Finn would say that. <laughs> yes. when, it, when it gets later on, um, Poe, I think, is pretty good throughout the book. I feel like yes. a lot of what Poe... And 
there's some really good fallout of The Last Jedi with Poe in this one. Agreed. Yeah. Some internal monologue uh-huh. of like, I really screwed up that entire movie. Yeah. Uh, how do I come back from that? He's not like fully recovered because mm-hmm. Leia gave him a nod in The Last Jedi. Right. You know? Yes. So like he's like, I need to do some, I, there's some reckoning to be done with Poe in this book, which yeah. I enjoyed all that stuff. On the note about Rey, uh, I know I was sleeping on it because I didn't know it came out because everyone's just talking about this book. There's another book that came out called Spark of the Resistance. Mm-hmm. And I have not heard of that. Is a, yeah. yeah, I know. It, it is like a junior novel, yeah. I think, like Why? Guardians of the Wills and stuff. Okay. Um, but it's a Ray-focused book, and oh, it's like cool. Ray, Rose, and Poe, I think, on some mission. So oh, I got cool. it. It's like short. It's like a four-hour audiobook and like a pretty short just book book. So... I got it because I'm I'm just starving for some Ray content, and this mm. book is not it. Mm. I mean, the stuff you get is good. Yeah, but it is also it's kind of her just being like, I'm confused and sad I, every time. Same, I wonder. Ray, I wonder same. if um, <laughs> relatable. I wonder if they wanted Ray in the book, but should we talk? Let's. Who's the author? Rebecca Rowanhorse. Yes. Um, I wonder if she got a little. Uh, direction is like don't do too much yeah. with Ray because yeah. episode 9 is very much going to be like where is Ray at now I know and so she's like not in any um fights or anything in this like we don't know how good she is with like a lightsaber or anything like that yeah apparently the comics have been getting into that like have apparently okay. this like the little um post Last Jedi comic arc they've been doing has been good and there's been a lot of Ray stuff That's in cool. it so mm. I don't know if they just didn't want to trample on that, but I yeah. got the sense that you did, which was we don't want to spoil where Ray is yeah. at mentally in, in the movie. It seems like um, Finn and Poe are both pretty set in how they're going to be in episode nine. Like they're yeah. both happy with where they are and they're going to be the way that they've been. But I mean, obviously they don't want to spoil too much of Ray's inner monologue, which you don't get any inner monologue with Ray. You no. get some with Poe, you get some with Leia. Um, but with, with Ray, she's just kind of a character that is there. Cause it's like, we don't yeah. really know what she's going to be like in episode nine. <laughs> yeah. She's just kind of like trying to get in touch with the force a little bit. She's yeah. getting premonitions. She doesn't quite understand, but it's, yeah, you're not going to get any like cool force. Here's how I felt monologues. when Ray Luke died. died. <laughs> like, no, Wait, it when look. Luke died, I said when, when Ray, Ray died. died. <laughs> how did Ray feel when Ray died? <laughs> it's very sad. <laughs> you know, um, but yes, the general story of the book really is getting the gang back together. Yeah. Um, and this is where I start. I have some mixed feelings because... I do too. This is definitely the culmination of all of New Canon so far. Yeah. And that I like a lot because, you know, if you've been paying attention and like you've been reading Aftermath and uh, Bloodlines... And yeah, Bloodlines all comes back in a big way, big, which big I was way. not expecting. Um, you read Bloodlines, didn't you? Nopers. Oh my goodness, Jasmine, do you even like Star Wars? I'm just bad at reading. <laughs> Bloodlines <laughs> is... I mean, before you even read Resistance Reborn... Bloodlines is really good. Very no, good Star Wars book. That's Better a Leia-focused like, novel. No, you don't understand. You don't <laughs> understand. Fine, I'll shut up then. <laughs> <laughs> the chat quiet on the podcast. <laughs> No, no, no. Um, but yeah, that that's a good one, and it is heavily referenced in this book. Yeah. Um, do Battle, we, do Battlefront we, Two yeah. as well, like uh, Shriv and mm-hmm. Zay versus. Oh yeah, that, I was surprised to see hmm. Battlefront characters. Show yeah. Up. yeah, I, I did was that. like, I yeah. didn't play it for nothing because here's <laughs> that Shriv character I like. Hey, a lot. And you know what? Shriv's pretty good in this book. I like Shriv. Zay's kind of nothing. 
And she's got nothing in the game, unfortunately. Yeah, but Shriv is very interesting in this book. And apparently, I didn't know if it was confirmed. Maybe I just don't remember the... Um, the do they die in the game? I know Dell dies in Battlefield Dell dies. Too. I don't... I, I actually don't, didn't I don't finish, remember Aiden dying. I don't think Aiden died. I don't remember the second bit of DLC. So, like, I don't remember finishing it. So yeah. I don't think Aiden dies, but she is very old. She is old, but I didn't remember Aiden dying in the game. So I was a little shocked that in this book, they're just like, she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, sorry. Yeah, they do. They just like yeah, yeah. Aiden's dead. It's now. like your mom's been dead. Your mom and dad have been dead for a while, and she's like, oh yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a shame because Zay like is a cool character, but she just like keeps on not getting a ton to do. And like, do you think they just didn't want to put um, Janina Gavankar in like old makeup for R- Rise of Skywalker? <laughs> so they're like, this character's dead. If we want to bring in Zay, we will. Yeah. But yeah, they'll just use whatever actress they used for her in the game. Yeah. Um, they could have like how cool would it have been to have Janina in the game or in the movie though? I know as old Aiden. That would have been really cool. That would have been really cool because Aiden's really great. She's great, but you know what? Did we're you play Battlefront Two? Nope. <laughs> I don't think we've talked about it before on the show. No, I don't interact with anything Star Wars. Apparently not. <laughs> Except the Mandalorian. You Except did that, watch that? It. I did do yep. that. Um. Well, where do we start with this? Oh, the getting the gang back. What getting I the game back. what I wanted to say about that. There's a couple things I don't like, which is I don't know if you felt this way. I felt like if you had not been paying attention, this would be so confusing. Absolutely, you would have no idea because like it's not just like you have to have read Bloodlines, you have to have read Aftermath, you yes. have to have played Battlefront Two, you have yes. to have, like there are so many people that things that you had to have yeah, done. It it is like when I just started reading a random Legends book and was like. Oops, sorry. I hope you know who Jason and Anakin and Jaina, Tenelka, Tenelka, yeah, and Zach Breath. Yeah, like why do I? Why do I need? And Marge, it's like you know these are kind of the central characters of New Canon now. So I think it does an okay job with like I'm trying to imagine if I didn't know who Shriv was, would this book have? It wouldn't be confusing. I I think it would have been okay. I think the one character you kind of have to know is you have to have read Aftermath to really make have this make sense you have to know nora you have to know snap and you have to know wedge and if you don't know those three those three are all kind of big characters i mean wedge you're fine with with just seeing the movies yeah kind of but i don't know a lot of his character you don't know a lot of his character just from watching the movies and ransom Um, castrofell yeah i mean spoiler alert that's a big part yeah of it was almost a little bit too much how much Leia, came Leia was like, him. I love him. I now know, that I Han's like, dead, <laughs> I know. That's how, kind of how it felt. Yeah, I was like, ooh, I finally have a shot with a ransom. <laughs> There's um, a character named Ransom Casterfo. I'm afraid to tell you, not Casterfo. Casterfo's bad. I think you might be wrong on that, my friend. The audio book Claudia- says Casterfo. I think Claudia Gray said something about oh, that on Twitter back okay. when she had Twitter. Gotcha. Well, the I, all I know is the audio book says Casterfo. All I do you want to talk about the audiobook for a second? Let's I had I, I avoided the audiobook for this one. Yeah. I just knew that if I didn't get it, I would have made zero progress by yeah. the time we recorded. <laughs> um so it's have we talked before about Mark Thompson on this show? I don't know if we've mentioned him. It's possible it may have come up one or two times that he's our enemy. Yeah, he is the I mean, I guess he's the enemy of the show. He might you might describe him that way. He narrates all of the big Star Wars books. For the Why? most part, who knows? People see no one knows. No one knows. He also like at the Delray Book event, like was like the main presenter because he's so ubiquitous people, with Star Wars books. People like him. It's insane who? to me. Who people do? People? Someone show has me the people. to. Who, Someone like, has to. <laughs> you show me that. Let's you start me that. a Twitter poll. 
<laughs> Let's start two a people will answer. <laughs> yeah. Show me a tree. And it'll be us. <laughs> me and Jake. No, we hate him. <laughs> two votes. <laughs> um, yes, Mark Thompson, bad. Thing bad. Mark Thing Thompson, bad. bad. Uh, yeah, he's just real cartoony. Yeah. He goes big, big swings. He does and, questionable accents for characters. And women. And every time he reads a woman's voice, Big I want wolf. to die. And along those lines, I, I did take a note as I was listening to this driving over here. I thought this is a really good thing to play on the podcast. Yeah, I, we'll probably have to play this quality because I doubt I can find a... Um, Usually I try and get a higher quality clip, but I'm not yeah. gonna, I'm not going to buy the audiobook to get a higher <laughs> quality clip. Yeah, don't do that. Um, okay, so... Mess of blood. Her voice was a low wail of grief. Whoever Brat was, he had been important to her. And he had broken not just her body, but something deeper. A man leaving the bathroom? Wedge asked Nora. That's my guess. The girl sniffed and then winced at the pain. She looked at Wedge through bloodshot eyes. She said you were looking for one of the prisoners? That's right, Wedge said. Naj had paced back to them. Do you know where they're being held? <laughs> I was there when Officer Brett assigned them to their duties. I can find them. Wedge blinked. What is <laughs> happening there? I was there, sir. I was there. Please, sir, could I have some more? But I was there, too. And what is that wedge? Hey, I'm Wedge and Tilly. <laughs> Do you remember how I sounded in the movies? Hey, it's me, Wedge. It's like, sorry, Luke, I'm out. <laughs> I'm this starship now. is will of, full of people willing to do good. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That um, just sounded nothing like Wedge from the movie. Did any of those voices match up with what you heard in the book? That was terrible. <laughs> oh, was my so gosh. Bad. That was an especially bad passage. That's really bad. I hate when he reads women's voices. It's always so bad. Oh, it's me, Mark Thompson. Yeah, he's like doing bad anime voices. He does. Oh, anime uh, voices are better than that. That's let me true. Tell you. They are now. He yeah. does an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression for what's the guy's name? Storm something. Oh, Stormbringer or something yeah, like that. It's not Stormbreaker. It's, not, it's Stormbringer. Yeah, something like that. It sounds like this. Oh, it's just like you can't take it seriously. Like no. the actual cartoons are less cartoony than yeah. the books. Like if you're going to if you're going to go like a full dramatic thing like that and have all these crazy voices in you need to have more than one voice actor. yes mm -hmm. and like if you're gonna have one voice actor please just read the book you can you can give some people like an english accent or whatever yeah but like don't go that overboard with it yeah something i've noticed when i uh listen to women reading the audiobooks is they don't go for a man voice no they don't go like they will sometimes read a little deeper like from their deeper register mm -hmm. but they don't like Get real silly and try to sound like yeah. this. Yes, it doesn't sound like when the Monty Python people would okay, play Jay, old British. Right. Say a sentence just maybe slightly higher pitched. This is me slightly higher pitched. <laughs> All right, now do a Mark Thompson higher pitch. This is me slightly higher pitched. Now difference. add a bad Cockney accent. <laughs> this is me slightly higher pitched. <laughs> Perfect. You're hired. <laughs> Please read all of our books. We'll give you all the money. <laughs> and that's the other thing that's kind of annoying. It's like I know there are other good readers out there. But, I know. But if it is a story mainly about a man, 
yes. then Mark Thompson is going to be reading it. Yep. Like there's a there's a variety of women that read uh, like Bloodlines and um, Inferno, Squad. Inferno Squad, and like there's a variety of people who write the, think the female. Ma- I think Master books. and Apprentice was a woman reading it. Or no, it was no, a guy. It was a guy. He did a Qui Gon impression. I remember. Yes, and that's true. That was that was not Mark Thompson. That's why I got the audiobook. Yeah. So like, let that guy do more. <laughs> I know we harp on this every single book episode, but it's just it's <laughs> a just, problem. It's a and problem. I, I don't like it, and I don't see any solution on the horizon because people love him for some reason. I know, and I don't want to only read Star Wars books, which is why I right. generally relegate these to listening. Yeah. So I can also read normal books yeah i had to get this one on on my tablet because i knew that i would i was not gonna be able to listen i got it too because i yeah. after listening to this for a little bit i was like oh yeah. this can't is do it especially bad and him doing ray of course is oh i'm also. sure that's hideous and rose and it's yeah. just it's a problem and he tries to do old leia oh no it's weird it's just weird i don't know why he does this that's not great maybe just read it maybe just read it like you're reading me a book because that's what you're doing <laughs> i guess that's what he just does <laughs> do you think when he just like reads I don't know, a Jane Austen book. In his head, he's going, <laughs> he's like, oh, Mr. Darcy. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but anyway. Anyway. Another, th- uh, here's something that kind of bothered me a little bit. Okay. This is just something that like any EU book is always going to try to explain little things. And I don't always like that. Mm-hmm. Because I, in The Last Jedi, I kind of just liked the idea that the reason why nobody came to help the Resistance at the end was because all hope was lost. Mm. And Luke Skywalker's sacrifice mm-hmm. then inspired hope in the galaxy. And now yeah. in episode nine, maybe they'll have to, you know, I thought episode nine was going to be kind of what this book was, was like right. recruiting people. So now right. I really don't know. But this book is like, no, actually people were kidnapped and yeah. put in a prison. And the that's first why. order was taking mm-hmm. people away. And that's why no one answered Leia's call. Yeah. So I yeah, didn't that's kind actually of annoying. love that. Yeah. I didn't either. I, I, I'm with you. I enjoyed the, uh, I enjoyed the fact that like the spark was almost out. Yeah. yeah. And Luke literally became the spark that would light the fire that would burn their first order down. Like that but was technically the... wasn't it Ray that lit the spark because she saved yes, them out of the that's true. Base. She yeah, it's She's it's kind smart. of it's the Jedi, like the, yeah. the thought of the Jedi yeah. at the end. And that's like why you see the little boy, like hope is yeah, the inspired. little kids are talking about mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker. Yes, yeah. the the in in the the hope is inspired in the galaxy again. But actually, no. People didn't talk to Leia because you know yes. pushes up glasses. Well, actually, <laughs> well, actually, Ransom Casterfo was actually in jail, and that's why he didn't show up in the Last Jedi. Right, at the end. not because it wouldn't have made any sense to the audience. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that that is a that is a little bit annoying. But I but I do like I like the way it's handled with like Wedge and Nora. Yes, where they are, which wedge for me is the highlight of this book. I'm a big wedge head. Everybody knows this about me. Absolutely, um, wedge head Bowman. Wedge head Bowman. That was my nickname all through high school. <laughs> I was homeschooled. Not because of that strange incident that happened to your cranium. <laughs> no, we don't talk about that. But um, the reason he doesn't answer is because he has no idea anything is going on. Yeah, like he's just retired. Him and Nora have retired. They're um, living basically like Thanos. Yeah, they're living like Thanos. They have a little garden. They have some chickens. Um, I forget what they're called, but they're pretty much just chickens because he's collecting yeah. eggs from them. I think they're called Zephos. <laughs> they're called Zephos. <laughs> um, but they're on whatever planet Snap was on, wh- wherever they're from. I forget the name oh, of the planet. Oh, it starts with an A. Like yeah. Akiva. Akiva, yeah. So they're on Akiva, and they're just like living their best life, yep. uh, gardening and whatever, and- 
Snap is kind of like he doesn't really want to go get them because he's like they've earned their retirement and if they come yeah. back they're probably gonna die. Which what's totally is that foreshadowing Wedge dying in Rise of Skywalker? Ooh. Probably, yeah, probably. Um, oh, I don't like to think about. That. I don't like to think about it either. Bringing I'm a, the boy back just to just kill to kill him. I'm a big Wedge head, as we all know, and I don't want him to die. Yeah, I don't think it's come up, but you're kind of a big Wedge head. <laughs> I am kind of a big Wedge head. Is uh, my nickname in high school? Yeah, not because of that incident. <laughs> um, but I, I just love that Snap and his wife, which apparently he's married now. Um, Oh yeah, that just kind of they just kind of dropped that fact too that Snap is now married. Yeah, uh, which I don't think he was in Force Awakens, but no, I don't think so. So anyway, he's been married in the last. He well, had, to, have had to be because because the... it's been like two weeks. Yeah, the movies take place right. Yeah, after so each never time. mind. He's married. I guess he's been married the whole time. His wife is also a pilot in Black Squadron, which is cool. Um, but they go to recruit Wedge and Nora and. They're both kind of like, oh, I don't know if we want to do this because they're thinking about the other person. Probably doesn't want to do this, but they both like secretly packed a bag, yeah, like, and they were ready to go at a moment's notice. Yeah, and so they're back in the rebellion, and I and like that's really cool. I like that. Yeah, I like that, and I like the kind of internal monologue that Poe had because mm. Snap doesn't want to go convince Wedge and, yeah. and Nora because he feels like they've earned it, and Poe's like, well, so's Leia, but she's here. Yeah, everybody's and, earned it, but like, yeah, we need. Yeah, we no need excuse. people. This is these are desperate times. Leia, um, Leia is like on board with getting people like Wedge, but her main goal is she's trying to find like leadership because yes, the resistance leadership is now her and kind of Poe, but like that's all that there is left. So she's like, I need strategists, I need generals, I need people who can help me out because there's just like nobody left for to do my job yeah um so she brings in um general riken oh yeah <laughs> which was like okay yeah well, let's just bring all these people back because yeah. he's like an original trilogy dude he was a general yeah in those movies and like he was in a bunch of books back in the day so that's kind of cool that they're bringing back weird obscure characters like that yeah and uh we see ma's <laughs> Maz is talking about Maz smearing cat poop on her face. Yep, <laughs> she does. And do I that. am using the actual language from the book. Sometimes it do be like that. Sometimes it do do be like that. <laughs> yeah, she's like at a spa, and Poe is trying to convince Maz to come back to the resistance, and she's spreading some kind of you know spa cream on her face, but yep. it just looks like mud, and she says it is cat poop. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the word poop is now the, canon. The poop is now canon. Cats are canon. And cats. And poop is canon. And poop. Yep. Uh, go poop in the refresher <laughs> now. Because we can't say uh-uh. we can't say toilet. No. <laughs> but we can say poop. We can say poop. Yeah. Yeah, that was something. Although, in general, I thought that scene was really great. But that yeah. part was like, why? Maz is kind of still on the, like, she's like, yeah, I'm, I like the light side more. But, you know, I'm not really going to help you guys that much. Yeah, I like she's how like, independent Maz yeah, is. Yeah, she's like, I'm not a resistance member. Like, yeah. yeah. She does help them, but, like, and she's like, I've got a list of people who were, or I'm going to have a list of people who were uh, kidnapped, and I'll give that to you, but. And, the, and so the main plot of the book is is basically them trying to get a list of all of the resistance prisoners, right? Right. Yeah. Now, I got a little lost. Why was it at an auction? Okay, so. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it didn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make sense because one of Maz's people, I thought, stole the list. Yes. Um, there's an there's an interesting. It takes a while to like. There's this. It keeps cutting back and forth to these imperial. This imperial or 
sorry, first order. Yes. Like warehouse manager. Winsher Brat. Winsher Brat is his name. And you're telling me that Zepho is worse than Brat? <laughs> yes. I don't know. <laughs> I think Brat's pretty bad. Zepho is the worst thing that's ever been done to Star Wars. What about I've... Genial? Genial? That's yeah, you remember that guy? Great. That's not great Admiral either. But Genial. I'm sorry, you're not going to name anything that is worse than Zepho to me. <laughs> that, is, that is the absolute bottom. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so there's, the, there's this guy who's in charge of the prisoners. He's a slimy first order officer type dude he's like barely in charge of the prison he's like in he's charge barely, of like the records like, of the prison yeah it's it was it's, really weird to keep cutting back to them yeah i mean i liked it in the sense that like this guy is power tripping so hard and he's basically just in charge of like some file cabinets yes which yeah. i do kind of like but it was also not the most compelling villain it was he was not and he's not really a villain because none of our heroes ever meet him <laughs> no Wait, like he's seriously? not no no oh the, my God. it's it's, weird. it's someone else it's like one of his underlings decides that he like gets a conscience and he decides to steal the list and sell the list huh. to this to maz's people so like it it doesn't really like he, this wincher brat never interacts with any of the heroes of the resistance at all yeah and he ends up like he because the list is stolen, it's implied that, you know, he's going to be tortured and killed or whatever. So, like, who cares about him? But it's just so weird to have this yeah. whole, like, you can't, I wonder if, like, she needed more pages and it's just like, well, I could have them say someone stole this list and now it's at the auction. But I'd better have, like, three chapters devoted to <laughs> Wincher Brat so that you can see where the list came from. It's like, well, we need a villain technically. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's really no villains in this book. That's what's so weird about it is you keep cutting this First Order yeah. guy. And he's really not the main villain of the book in any meaningful way. And the fact that he's not really a threat to our no, protagonist. He's really not. So it's just strange. I it mean, is strange. I, I don't think it's bad, but it, no. is, it was an odd and choice. I kind of enjoyed the sections with him. Because uh, I enjoyed his underlings and their like yes. kind of relationship, and it was it was interesting, and it was a little it was written like very tongue in cheek, like it yes. was written very much in his head and his yeah. inflated sense of ego, and right. I thought that stuff was handled really well, actually. Yeah, but it's just it is weird that he's not really the bad guy of the book, but there isn't really a, the bad guy of the book is the first order, yeah, just generally, and they're not you know Kylo is not in this book and. Yeah, Hux is not in this book, and it's just, it's interesting. Yeah, it seems like it may be a missed opportunity to get into a little bit more of the ideology of the First Order. You yeah. get a little bit of it, but yeah. not too much other than we're bringing order yep. to things. It's a real organized... We're killing people. They're, I mean, they're fully turning into the Empire, yeah. like taking over systems, every, like going everywhere like the Empire did. Um. One thing you I did get a sense of is that it's kind of a misogynist uh, group. Not that that would be surprising, but like the way that that Witcher treats like his female staff yes. seemed notably different than how yes. he treats his like male definitely cohort. Yeah. Um. So there was like that was implied, mm -hmm. but it was also just it's just kind of implied in general by the fact that they're Nazis. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nazis usually hate multiple yeah. groups of people. <laughs> yeah. There's no end to the groups of people they don't like. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. What else do we have to say? We'll talk for like half an hour. Yeah, I don't know if there's a ton to say about it. Jasmine, Jasmine looks... is falling asleep. I didn't sleep last night that well, and I've been up since seven, so sue me. Okay, okay well, well, I have a court order right here. <laughs> calling <laughs> my lawyer right now. Just been uh, waiting for permission this whole time. Uh -huh. You didn't sleep and you got up at seven? Is that what you said? Yes. Mm. Mm, man. No man. caffeine. No caffeine. Mm. You want, I don't have any caffeine. 
was gonna say you want some caffeine, but I don't have anything here. Well, thanks for that. The ring of caffeine. The ring of caffeine. The ring of caffeine. That's yeah, a good joke. Hey, you know what? I, I try to add a little something. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit more about Wedge. Let's see if we can pump this episode <laughs> up to 40 minutes. Um, yes. Wedge was n- like unquestionably my favorite part of this book. Uh, Wedge is one of my favorite Legends characters. He's really not much of a character in the movies. <laughs> um, but Yes, yes, you've said this. But he's a great character. <laughs> wow. wow. I'm glad somebody said it, you know? Yeah, aren't you glad? You know, he, I, I and I would I say, I wrote something about it, but maybe I didn't. I would say that Riley, if I had to describe him, bit of a wedgehead. You frankly. know what? I've never thought of it that way, but I am kind of a bit of a this wedgehead. This is the quickest we've worked around to something, I think. <laughs> so, Wedge in this book uh, is happy with retirement. Yeah. But also, you can kind of tell that once you're in the rebellion, you're kind of never out of the rebellion. Yeah, um, kind of just like people that are in the military and they're just always yeah, have a little bit of that in them. You, that, yeah, you never really lose that discipline. Um, and it's interesting to see their perspective because they kind of know what's going on with the First Order. They know that the First Order is probably going to come to Akiva soon, him and Nora. Right. Um, but they're also just like, they think the resistance is kind of gone. Um, and when, when snap shows up, they're like, okay, who's dead this time? Like, is it, you know, yeah, cause they're so used to people coming and telling them that like, well now Han Solo is dead now, blah, blah, blah is dead. Like, or whoever. Yeah. Well the scene where they tell them, maybe you're building up to this. I am. Okay, yes. Well, then I won't so, say anything. so then they're like, well, we're not really here for that. We're here to tell you that we really need your help. We need your help with the resistance. You know, it's almost gone. And they're like, is Leia okay? And they're like, Leia's fine. Gotta tell you something, Wedge. Luke is dead. Yeah. <laughs> Which the last thing Wedge knew is that Luke was gone. He'd just gone off somewhere. Mm-hmm. And right. He didn't know where Luke was. No one knew where Luke was. He didn't know that they found him. He didn't know anything. And they're like, Luke is now dead. Like, yeah. And so we really need, like, the the main, our main hope for the resistance is gone. We need everybody in here to pick up the slack. And that moment was really good, really well done, really emotional. Yeah. Um, Wedge's reaction to knowing Luke was dead, which I really appreciated because, I mean, you don't see it much in the movies, but they are they were really close friends. And like, aside from like Han, who does Luke have as a friend in the movies? Right. Yeah. It's Wedge. Yeah. It's Wedge. Like he doesn't interact with Lando. He Mm -hmm. doesn't interact with many people. It's like he's him and Wedge are always there. Yeah. And so they they are the only ones who survived the first Death Star run. It's just like those two. It, it was really cool to see Wedge's reaction to Luke's death. Yeah, it was very powerful. And yeah. he just he kind of talks about how he just like never envisioned a scenario where Luke would ever be gone. Right. He's like, I thought that they like I thought Jedi didn't die. Is right. what he says. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I thought that they like couldn't. Which is a throwback to like Phantom Menace where Anakin's yeah. like Jedi. I, no one can kill a Jedi. <laughs> that, like it, that's how Wedge feels. It goes to show you just like how mythical the Jedi still yes. are. Like when the like when the Empire wiped them out, like there was still just Luke and a couple of Padawans yeah. and then now Rey. Like they really were still yeah. small and mythical for um, most people. Yeah, so Wedge is really well done in this book. I love he, we get his perspective for some of it, which I enjoy. He feels Wedge to me is like the one character that they've just taken completely from um, Legends and they just like took everything about that character and brought it into new canon. And he yeah. feels every time he shows up, he feels just like old Wedge and I love it. Oh, that's good. Um, 
The other big thing I think we can talk about this in this book is um, the stuff on Ryloth. Yeah, which is kind of interesting. They go to they like they're looking for somewhere to hide because they're in the Falcon, and she has an old friend on Ryloth. Are you looking up the dude's name? Yeah. yeah. Well, I know his name, but I okay. just I'm trying to like, why am I supposed to know this guy? Because they make a big deal out of they it. They make a big deal <laughs> out of this guy. I think he was in Bloodlines because then they later make a big deal about him knowing Ransom. That's what I thought too. Um, so he must be in Bloodlines or Bloodline. I can never remember ah, which it is. Um. That can't be right. Oh, yeah, no, it is. What's he in? <laughs> this doesn't look like what I would have pictured. No, me either. <laughs> but, I mean, he's older in this book. Yeah. That's like a little kid. Um. So, what's this dude's name? Yendor. Yendor, that's his name. Like Endor, but with a Y. I know, it's so bad. <laughs> Not as bad as Zepho. <laughs> But perish the thought. She goes to Ryloth. Lost Stars. Oh, he's in Lost Stars. Oh, okay. okay. So he's in Lost Stars. He is in the Aftermath series, all of them, okay. and he's in Bloodline, and he's in Resistance Reborn. I don't remember I a did not, single instance. I did of not him. remember this dude at all. But when you get to the section with him in the book, it's very clear that you're supposed to remember him. Yep. Because <laughs> everyone's like, like Yendor. Yendor, and like Leia makes a big deal about like, oh, he's helped me out in the past, and I'm like. I don't know who this yeah, guy is. I felt is. like the guy at the party where like somebody comes up and they're like, Jake, and I'm like, ooh, ooh. I know, I know you, but I don't remember how. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, I know you're a Twi'lek, but I, please tell me your name yep. again. I'm like, and when was the last time we saw each other? <laughs> it's been like 10 years, right? Uh, it's like, no, I was in a book last year. Like, oh, <laughs> oh okay. shoot. Um, <laughs> that was recent. So they go to Ryloth. Yendor's like an ambassador or something. Yeah. And his kids are there and they like help. They're going to help with the resistance as well. Kind so of setting up a secret base of sorts. My biggest fear is that this book doesn't matter to The Last Jedi and we're not going to see any Twi'leks in the movie. You mean and we're Rise not, of Skywalker? That's, yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. Rise of Skywalker. And we're not going to see any Twi'leks and like Wedge will barely have a role and we're not going to see Nora and we won't see Snap. And it's just like. Well, I, this book is so clearly about here to me it feels like here are a bunch of characters you're gonna see at least for a minute in the rise of skywalker and my fear is that that's not gonna end up paying off i feel like best case scenario you know in the trailer how there's like that big crowd shot of the resistance together yeah, i think I best case scenario you're like no oh, but that's Yendor. that's a twi'lek and he's yellow that, that must blue guy's be prob- my bad but you blue guys probably shriv I don't yeah know. And that's so like I'm hoping that all these people show up in some form or another in the movie, but bird. Along those lines, <laughs> oh, there's a bird outside. There's a bird. Um, <laughs> along those lines, like Finn and, and Poe. Oh, Finn and Poe are definitely shipped hard in this book. Yeah. So Finn and Poe, like along the lines of, I hope this doesn't not matter. Like Finn and Poe are definitely the couple in this book, and it's, it's like yeah. not even subtle at all. It's not subtle at all. Which is, I know, going to be like exciting for a lot of fans. Finn, Finn 100% says, oh, Ray, we're just friends. Oh, Rose, we're just friends. And then they like, like sit on a clear. bed together and like definitely flirt. And fit, like Poe is like helping Finn learn oh how to my. tie a tie and stuff. There's a and lot of like, like, there's a lot of like, uh, like Poe like putting a hand on Finn's shoulder yeah. and like vice versa. And- I will not be shocked if that continues in the movie with the way this book sets it up. But again, maybe it's not. That would- maybe this book is for those fans, and then when it comes to the movie, Finn and Ray are going to end that's, up together. See, that's like, like my fear yeah. is like. The author's like, well, I get to write a Star Wars book, so I'm going to do I'm going to put this in. But JJ's like, nah, I don't eh, care. I think I'm gonna... Ray and Finn end up yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah, so that's, yeah. That was my fear, too. Like, I hope this book 
actually is indicating it, things that are going to be important. It'll be interesting to revisit, not that we'll do an episode on it, but just for me yeah. personally to revisit this book after The Rise of Skywalker yeah. to see how much of this book was just, they said, here, write what you want, yeah. and how much of it was, here's what needs to be in this book for the movie. Like, is it really a journey to Rise of Skywalker? Yeah, well, I mean, like, you know, journey to The Last Jedi, you had that Leia book, and the only thing that mattered was that Haldo and mm. Leia are friends. Mm-hmm. That detail is mentioned in the movie, yeah, and implied by the fact that, yeah. like, you know, she says they know each other. You know, you taught me how to do this, right? So, but that tangential but, relationship right. is the only thing that technically matters. But maybe, it was a good story. Maybe that's the way this book is. Maybe this book is only there to get Shriv in the movie. <laughs> like, it's possible. <laughs> They're just knows? trying to smuggle in some Shriv. Yeah, you got to smuggle a Shriv every once in a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, that's kind of the thing. Yeah, uh, is that. They are like specifically bringing in the, all these characters, but they're not going to mean anything to yeah. the audience. Like right. this is to the two percent of people in the world that read Star Wars books. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I just don't know. I don't know if it's going to matter a whole lot. Overall, I guess when I started the book, I was really high on it. I'm like, I'm really yeah. enjoying this. And by the end of the book, I was like, that was a solid book. Mm-hmm. It would not it. It doesn't crack my top five favorite. Uh, Disney era books probably yeah I would agree I was um, bummed to find that out but cause... it may be top 10 you know that's just yeah, kind of where yeah. it sits is somewhere in that lower half of the 10 that's totally same I at first I was like this is exactly what I wanted because mm-hmm. the beginning is very much like it is cutting to Poe and Ray and mm-hmm. Leia and Finn and like you they're are on the Falcon and, and they're all like interacting on the yeah. Falcon and stuff and like That's you're getting cool. flashbacks to like yeah. people's experiences in the last Jedi and it feels like oh wow this is like actually a continuation of the movie and it's going to be about all the characters and it's like well it's mostly about Poe yeah and Wedge and snap Leia kind of and, and yeah. snap and Shriv Shriv for some reason gets a big section of the book <laughs> he was very very integral to the book that's so weird that a Battlefront 2 character is like a big part of this book I think that of all of the media that we've gotten in new canon I really do think they put the most amount of like we're gonna tease things in Battlefront 2 I yeah. don't know why it's so weird mm-hmm. but it like cause no one played everything, that campaign I know, everything <laughs> but like when I played it I was like I'm surprised at how hard they're going into like tying all the new canon together and yeah. like teasing like they've even said that something about that game is going to tie into rise of skywalker which is which like, it's probably zay or shriv is my guess <laughs> like, i think it's, it's that you know in um the luke mission where he gets he's like going to that sith yeah observatory for a specific reason yeah and he grabs some like compass looking thing i think that that's thing. gonna be the thing probably but yeah again it's a compass that leads you to the last jedi temple uh, i don't know <laughs> the last jedi temple yeah <laughs> Not the first Jedi Temple that right. he was at. Oh, okay. The um, last one they made. The last, the very final one they made, which was just the one on course. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> or just like a franchised out one in yeah. space. Vermont. Yeah, they had one that like, it was like a Dairy Queen <laughs> or Tatooine or whatever. Big J on the top. Ooh, Dairy Queen would kill on Tatooine. Oh, you kidding me? That would be a great place to open a Dairy Queen. You know what would be really good on Tatooine, though, would be like a donut shop. What it? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was on Jakku. Ah, shoot, you're right. <laughs> it's hard to tell your desert planets apart. It's hoping nobody would notice. Yeah. We didn't really mention that the Mandalorian adds yet another d- desert planet <laughs> I know. to the canon. Apparently, Aardvark 7 or whatever. One that looks 
literally exactly like Tatooine. It has yeah. all the denizens of Tatooine. Except it, it rains. Except it rains. That's the one difference. And there was only one sun. I'll bet you that was the one thing where like the story group was looking at it like, eh, you made it rain. So like, actually, yeah, we have like, to name it Aardvark 7. You can't be just that on this one particular moon of Tatooine that it rains. <laughs> all right. So now we've reached the 40 minute mark. So Yay. Oh, well, we got to we got to do the classic patented rating oh, scale. Oh, we do have to do the classic patented rating <laughs> oh, scale. Right. Jasmine, you have to rate the first three chapters. The first the first three chapters? <laughs> You're going to rate yeah. the first three chapters higher than we rate the book, I think. Yeah, uh, probably because yeah, probably the first three chapters or so are like a three minus. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. that's. I would not disagree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Riley, I'm looking up the planet name, so you tell me what. Okay, so here's if people don't know our patented rating scale, I'm just gonna oh, give that's you a right. little preview. I skipped it. I'm Jasmine too tired just went right it. into it. I went right it. in. I'm sorry. So here's what happens. Yeah. Sometimes, like, you know, very simple system. You want to rate something one through three. Very right. simple. Sure. But sometimes books need a little more nuance than that. You know, maybe books are complicated. Maybe you like a book. Yeah. But it's not quite a three. Not quite. But, you know, it's better than a two. Yeah, somewhere somewhere in, in the between, middle of those. But there isn't any numbers in between them. You're no, thinking there's you're like not. an idiot. You would think that if yeah, you were an idiot. You're a stupid moron. But here's what you can do, Jake. Huh. Maybe you've been to school. Yeah, I think I was in freaking school. And you got like an A+. Plus. Um, yeah, pretty sure every day of my life. I figured you did. <laughs> well, what if we took those pluses from school... Yeah, yeah, the school pluses. And sadly, we got to take those minuses from school. Now we got to balance it out. You got to balance it out like the bin do. Addition by subtraction. And you add them to those numbers. So, like, instead, like it's better than a two. Call yeah. it a two plus. Now, you're not... What you're, let me clarify what you're not doing. You're not starting a math equation by saying two plus no. something equals something. No, I wouldn't do that. Okay. But say it's not quite a three, but it's yeah. not a two. Oh. Call it a three minus. That's what I would do. I'm and that's loving what we do, this system. Do. That's what we do do. That's what we do do. Jasmine gave that's us a three minus do. for the first I three did. chapters. First three chapters get three minus. I would agree with that rating for the first three chapters. I would agree with that rating for the first three chapters. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, uh, if you continue and finish the book for the whole book, and I'm, I guess I haven't totally finished it, but I'm like, yeah, I got like You're fifty there. pages left, so yeah. I'm, I'm pretty close. Um, I would probably give it a two. Spoilers: plus. Leia dies in the last fifty pages. What <laughs> 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 if she did though? <laughs> All those scenes of the trailers, just flashbacks, flashbacks to this book. Yep, yep. Uh, I would say two plus, probably. I would give it a two. I'd give it right down the middle. Yeah, maybe I should have done that. It's too like late. it's yeah, it's too yeah, late. I, you I, gave it the plus. That's an ink. Yeah, um, we should we should do this in pencil from now on. We, Can we agree to that. <laughs> yeah, let's, from now on we'll do this in, in in pencil. No, it's like it's a the part parts of the book that I like I really like, mm-hmm. and the parts of the book that I find really boring I find really boring. Yeah, I found myself honestly like skipping the Winter Brat chapters after a while. I was like, yeah. hey, this, this doesn't matter. I don't yeah, care. but like the wedge stuff is there to like build it up to a solid two for me. It's right down the middle. It's a good book. It's not a great book. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's where I landed on it. Boy, yeah. it started strong. Started strong. Read those first couple chapters, and then you know, if you grew up like me, a fellow wedge head, then. You need yeah, to, you are kind of a wedgehead. I am kind of a wedgehead. <laughs> you need to you need to get this book if you're a wedgehead. You'll like it just for the wedge parts. Yeah. If you are like me, a ray bow. Raybo. Raybo. Yeah. Say Raybro. Raybra. Raybra. If you're a Raybra. I like Raybo because it's like rainbow. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. I'm a Raybo. Yeah. And as a Raybo, 
uh, a little let down. Yeah. My girl is just in there chilling, no. kind of being sad it's a lot. Book not for rainbows, it's for wedgeheads. I don't know. I mean, not. I don't think she has yet technically left the immediate era, area surrounding the Falcon. She's been on the Falcon the entire book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They and, don't let her do anything. She didn't even get to go to the the cool um, auction that we didn't talk about. I know. How fun would that have been to like, because yeah. everyone got to play dress up and go to an auction. She didn't get to play dress Why up. Why don't we get to see Ray? She still cool has to wear her scavenger outfit. That would have been so fun to yeah. see her finally like put on like a like a party suit. dress or a suit <laughs> or a toga or a toga or a jumper yeah. or a romper. Or a sure. jogger. Sure, any of those. Or all of those. Draugr. Yeah, Draugr? A Draugr? From Skyrim? Yeah, what about a Dross Squadron? How do you think about Dross Squadron, Riley? I don't love Dross Squadron. <laughs> it's hard to say. It seemed to intentionally be made to be a tongue twister. Yeah, say it, uh, Jasmine. Dross Squadron. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Black Squadron is much easier to say. Uh, anyway... If you like legends, General Riken shows up. Wedge is good. <laughs> yeah, if you're a Riken's head, <laughs> you're Rike. We call him. I couldn't think of it. You're a Rikenbacher. Riken Rikenbacher Airport. Yeah. If you're a Rikenbacher Airport in Columbus, Ohio. Yep. <laughs> All right, let's end it, Jake. All right, yeah. No, Jasmine, you did. Follow us on Twitter and yeah. join our Discord and email us and yeah. talk to us. Rate and us tell and review us. It's all a grandma talking. Make your family listen to us and yeah. make all your that family stuff. with a different account. Yes. Don't let them use your account. And you know what? I, we just got another follower on Twitter while we were recording. Hey. Guess what? Somebody I know. Oh. Like, pff, boring. I don't That's care boring. about people I know. I want people. And no offense to the person. Name All names. The Who was it? Jesse. Ah, uh, Jesse. Come on. Come on, Jesse. But Why thank would you, you for follow following. us? Thanks for following. Thank you. But also. Please rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> tell your friends who I don't know. <laughs> yeah. People Jake doesn't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. That's All right. It, yeah. I guess. Okay. All right. Uh, so this has been delicately curated. Long form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga, tailored to the modern fanatic, brought to you lovingly in sleepy increments by the loquacious <laughs> yet soothing voices of your host, Jake. Hey, Riley. first! <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Wedgehead. Riley Wedgehead. and me. Goodbye. Cross squadron. Rabo. Reading Rabo. talk about when we did that episode do you think that pedro pascal has been in that suit at all the entire time yes i think he's in i think so too because if you were hired to play the mandalorian i mean i would take every opportunity to be in the suit demands to be in yes yes i i agree yeah absolutely oh by the way i have a good clip to play for mark thompson's uh travesty of a narration good it's like um remember uh hayden christensen made a big stink with revenge of the sith because they were going to have someone else in the Vader suit at the end. Oh, yeah. And he, like, demanded to be the one in the Vader suit. Yeah. Like, it's the same with the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Like, you like, would have to be in the this suit. This is what I signed up for. Yeah. Yeah. Did you finish it, Jasmine? Nope. <laughs> Did you finish it, Jake? No. I'm <laughs> close. Too. <laughs> I'm close, though. I'm going to finish it right you're, now. You're not okay. surprised. Let's read it right yeah, now. Fine. No, I'm not surprised about Jasmine. Yeah.
I thought Jake had turned over. I am reading it, though. It's not like I just stopped. I'm continually reading it. Yeah, I have been, too. I just, like, because I missed two days of work, that's usually when I listen to stuff. And, you know. Yeah. I missed my reading time. I can't be expected to read a book just sitting there silently (laughs) with my own thoughts. Guys, don't say the words Jake just said that we cut out. Yeah. It was an accident. (laughs) Look out when you're looking for ship names. Yeah. Like celebrity couple of ships. Right. Ships in Star Wars. Not like the Razor Crest. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Razor Crest. That's a good ship name. From The Mandalorian. The Outrider from Shadows of the Empire. (laughs) The Lightning Rod from Young Jedi Knights. Mm. There's probably a ship in this book. The Millennium Falcon. Yeah. (laughs) That is in this book. That one's in this book. Okay. Chapter 25, 1642. Okay. So. That's my favorite year. Because of America. Because of America. <laughs> Everyone knows what happened in 1642. America. Something. <laughs> that made me snort.